So welcome Maxine Bryce to the show, Perfect Health on Elastic FM with Elaine Godley. Lovely to have you on the um, show with us. Lovely to um, be here and thank you for inviting me. Most welcome. So um, a lady of many talents, there's an awful lot that we could say, we could spend probably two days talking about the things that you've done over the years and um, how you got into things. So if you, if you, let's, let's work backwards. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> let's work backwards and what, what, what you're doing now. So what is it that you're, you're currently known for? Because I know you've, you've had a bit of a transition in the last few years, haven't you? Yes, um, for about 15 years, I was really focused on um, um, helping people with ME, um, chronic fatigue syndrome, anxiety, depression. Uh, for people who had really um, tried everything mainstream and perhaps alternative as well. And that led me to um, design a program um, specifically for people who had been had been really stuck but wanted to um, produce um, dramatic results in their lives, um, which was empowering. And I've been doing that since about um, 2010. Um, I created my own program called Steps uh, Breakthrough, and Steps stands for Steps to Excellence, Performance, and Success. And although I've been using it consistently for people with um, serious health um, conditions, um, more recently um, I've been drawn to um, helping people in the performance area. Um, when we moved to Wiltshire with my husband um, in 2011, um, I'd never had a dog and it was one of the first things we did after we'd been here for a year and um, she's a lovely cocker spaniel who you, you know called Lexi and I just fell in love with her and um, somehow got into um, dog agility which we do together and um, it's something that we both love and during one of the conversations with an, an agility friend she mentioned that um, one of her friends was struggling with um, competition nerves and she was a dressage rider and wondered if I'd have a chat. And um, we began working together and um, it's lovely within a first uh, two, two or three sessions, she had um, a personal best. She um, scored the, uh, what she needed to, to get onto the international team and now she's on Team GP. Wow, it's fantastic. And you helped her to overcome nerves. And now now she's on Team GB. Wow, that's really good. And it mushroomed um, through referrals. And I'm absolutely loving this too. Um, and very recently, I partnered with, well, let me just go back to while I was supporting myself. Um, after making the decision um, to help people, because one of my, you may know that I was a professional dancer. Yes. For about 10 years. And um, what I tried to hide, and I don't know whether I did uh, successfully or not, was my nerves in an, and anxiety over auditions. Um, it used to stop me in my tracks. Even the thought of going to an audition would produce paralyzing feelings. And imagine that if you're dancing, you're supposed to project and perform and say, look at me, I'm here. And but. I wasn't able to do that. It was pure willpower driven that I actually got there in the first place and performed. And then I'd come away 
even if I got the job, and most of the time I, I did, thank goodness, but I'd be ill afterwards with a migraine because of just the sheer um, pressure uh, I put on myself to perform. And I realized um, in uh, my next career as a trainer um, for a luxury goods company, I had the same paralyzing anxiety feelings when um, performing to a group of people even though I was um, presenting a training program that I'd written and I knew. So I knew something, it, it wasn't just that particular context, it was me. So wherever I was taking myself, I was there with my anxiety, uh, performance anxiety. So um, even though I was consistently successful performing in shows and on television, it didn't stop. Uh, me having that um, performance anxiety. So that led me to um, my own journey, if you like, with, um, in personal development. And I was really happy with the positive results of the, the amazing changes over about two or three years that I made for myself. Some were rapid, but I decided, decided that I want to become a practitioner and help others. Um, to overcome issues like um, stress, anxiety, low self-esteem, fear and doubt, um, stage fright, and um, other debilitating issues. So um, I studied for a few years, about three years initially, um, and went on to become a, um, a clinical hypnotherapist. I'm a master practitioner of three different um, NLP uh, branches emotional freedom techniques, otherwise known as EFT, um, a trainer of trainers, and um, an MBIT um, master coach. MBIT stands for multiple brain integration techniques. Which can, can you just repeat that? Um, the, the line's not very clear there. What, what, what is MBIT? It's, it's called, it's, MBIT stands for multiple brain inter, inter <laughs> Multiple brain integration techniques or embraining and it's it's really an advancement to NLP where the focus is on connecting and integrating um, the head with the heart and the gut brains as well our multiple intelligences because many people um, try to get um, what into their passion by thinking overthinking it and actually the, their passion comes from their heart and their courage comes from their gut, which can actually uh, be very confusing and create a conflict where, uh, for quite a lot of people who are maybe in a, a, um, a stage where they need to move on in their life. Um, their head says one thing, their heart says another. You, you hear this in general conversation, don't you? Absolutely. When I'm mentoring people through cancer, there's, there's such a dilemma of what, what people should do because they're told one thing but they intuitively feel it's wrong and they should do something else but then there's conflicting advice they don't know which way to go so that the the concept of mbit then would would help people with with cancer wouldn't it and, and any serious illness to get in synchronization with themselves well that's right because um there are parts of ourselves that can get confused with uh, let's take the gut for example it's been known as the gut brain by gastroenterologists for a long time now and um, its prime function is self-preservation. It's also our identity. But we can, some, some of us can grow up in an environment when we're told 
well, that's not who you are. That's not like you. And this can imprint on our unconscious and we grow up thinking everything's fine, but we, we behave in particular ways um, that we've always behaved in, whether, uh, whether it works for us or not. Um, so that's one of my passions is to work, help um, my clients connect with their um, other intelligences as well, because um, although the head brain is really useful, that can um, do with a break every now and again and just focus on what's meant to do, which is be creative, have ideas, make sense, uh, and be logical. And um, when we can have our intelligences aligned, um, we can have, we can do good stuff. Marvellous. Okay, so your your background in dancing and your stage fright led you to be quite um, understanding of people who are in other performance situations. So with, with the dressage you, you were mentioning. So, And, um, well, also I recognised this with myself when I started competing in agility as a hobby. With, with Lexi, your dog. Yeah, we did our first um, competition in beginners. I didn't have a dog until I was 52. And we did our first competition when I was 53. And um, I remember standing in the line waiting to compete and it's only about 30 seconds in the ring. No one's really paying attention, but I remembered that feeling and I felt it deeply. And, and I was looking along the other people in the queue waiting to have their go. And I suddenly noticed that there was a queue for the toilets. Um, <laughs> everybody's rushing off because their anxiety is kicking in and I'm thinking, you know, so I could remember I was using my EFT and my, uh, my special breathing I do with them and braining. And I got my, was able to get myself calm and focused before I went in, into the arena. But then I thought, well, these are other people that could benefit. And, um, so as a result of working with the dressage riders, I've also um, been invited to um, present a, a presentation which I call um, Dissolving Competition Nerves, so which apply to dressage riders, dog handlers, and really any other sport. And um, I'm also uh, thrilled because in August, um, as the first international para-agility um, competition, in England, in um, I think it's in Leicestershire, and I have 50 participants, all para dressed, the para agility handlers. Um, so when, when you say you have you have 50, what what, what do you mean by that? I'm going to be um, presenting to every single member of the para agility handling team. Goodness, yes, it's it's a very very special. Wow moment and it's never been ha never happened in the UK before. Goodness, I hope you get it filmed. Good thinking. Yeah. You must have that filmed or at the very least recorded in some way, audio recording or, or ideally video recording uh, as well. Um, yes. Yes, I haven't thought about that, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to doing that. I'm very excited because it's such um dissolving competition nerves, which is what my um, presentation, but it applicable for anything. A golfer has to play a competition. 
um, any sport. And somebody uh, we both know who you introduced us to, um, mm -hmm. I'm also, um, you'll be glad to know we're working together to um, create a, um, a programme for young children um, um, learning to self-save and swim and working with their parents who may have had um, negative experiences um, with the, in the water. Um, Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. It's all, everything comes back down to love. Mm. And uh, everything, yes, and I'm loving working with Katie. She's an amazing girl with a big heart. And I think she's, you know, this programme will go far. Excellent. Yeah, she was so excited when she was telling me, and I thought, I know exactly the person to introduce her oh, to. Well, so well, thank you. You, you selected yourself, really, to, on that. Perfect. Oh. That's perfect. And um, talking about love, um, um, just in the last couple of weeks, um, I've partnered up with the introduction agency that I worked for part time while I was studying. And um, at the time, I was interviewing um, people for to discuss what their hopes and fears and dreams to find a, a partner. And I would be take, look, looking at. I was practicing my coaching, looking at with them, looking at values and their beliefs, and helping them and guiding them to um, to be their best selves when um, selecting a partner and hoping to find one. And um, in the last couple of weeks, I've partnered up with them well, to be their relationship coach with my um, Clearing the Decks for Love programme. Oh, fantastic. And I, I know the story, but um, t t tell me so that the listeners can hear the fantastic story about how, how, you, how you manifested your husband. Oh, I manifested my husband. <laughs> like, <oops. laughs> there he is. Um, I was working on myself, as we do in um, the personal development world, and it's ongoing. Um, and I was working on my own beliefs about um, relationships. I was single at the time when I was working at the personal introduction service. And um, I was determined to clear some um, pretty off beliefs that weren't a they weren't really me anymore. They weren't suitable. But I was, you know, how powerful beliefs are. We act as it and we behave as if they are fact or true. And um, I had the intuitive, really, that the way my some of my beliefs around relationships weren't working the way I wanted to in order to to attract the kind of partner that I really felt. Um, deserved me and that I deserved as well. So I was using EFT um, and various other um, tools I have. And um, uh, shortly after that, um, I flew to Dallas in the United States for an EFT conference. And uh, there he was, standing right in front of me. Uh, I wasn't expecting to meet him there. And um, we had a few days together and then started a long-term, long-distance romance. I said, I'm not interested because you don't live in Richmond. And he said, ah, but I do. I live in Richmond in Vancouver. So, okay, so that scuffed my plan. <laughs> and, um, so we started a, a long-distance relationship and within 18 months we were married and I was very fortunate to have 
um, Andy come to live with me at the time we were living in Richmond in London. Excellent. And you just celebrated an anniversary, haven't you, I believe? Ten years. Yeah, fabulous. Yeah, really happy. And um, yes, that's... And, and just coming back to manifesting and uh, because um, Andy teaches the law of attraction as well and relationships and we were both um, doing some work and um, it just seemed very right even though there were challenges to overcome obviously we were both living in different countries and working with had clients there and Andy had clients there I had clients here um, and but it worked out Brilliant. So, yeah. so I, I um, what what I was using for myself to clear my own decks for love, or want of a metaphor, um, I decided to write down what I'd done and the steps I'd taken along the way, and create a program. Marvelous. I've just thought of somebody while you were talking. I need to introduce you to somebody else who needs a helping hand in this department okay, okay marvelous i'll just make a note now okay <laughs> so um there we are you when you were a dancer you had an awful lot of uh, experiences apart from your stage fright i remember you telling a story about you got hijacked oh um we were i was in a show i was running a show with um there were eight girls and one chap and he was the manager of the finances but I was the manager of everything else and um, it was at the time when um, Iraq had a five-star it was a bit like a miniature Vegas in the in the desert in 19 this was 1982 when I was only 21 Gosh. and um, we had I think it was a 16-week contract before we were going to fly off to another country and the resort we were in was right next to um, Saddam Hussein's country home. And it was in the desert, a two hour drive from uh, Baghdad. And it was, it was just an oasis. Um, casino, tennis courts, riding stables, uh, you name it, swimming pools galore. Um, and it was you know, at least a five star hotel. And we were treated like royalty. And um, the, the people who came to see us were royalty from other um, Arabic countries, as well as um, uh, what do you call it, the um, embassies, which is the embassies in Baghdad. And then one night we um, heard what we thought was a um, fireworks on night or something like that. But eventually we realized after a few days that it was gunfire and war had um, started with Iran. And uh, because we hadn't, um, nobody had um, told us that we had to apply for an exit visa after a certain amount of time, we'd overstayed and they, um, we were effectively hostages, although we weren't in, in jail, but we weren't allowed to leave the country. Um, so it took another three months Three months. Yeah, war broke out after one month, um, and they kept us there for three more months, um, uh, um, escorted at gunpoint. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually, I managed to. I was the youngest in the group, 
<laughs> and they'd beaten my partner, my male partner up so that, and they wouldn't deal with him. So I, um, I was the only one that the um, management would, um, would deal with um, and negotiate with. So after a few weeks, I managed to get a negotiator visas and our plane tickets home. And, um, and that was it. We finally got free, and the, the day I landed in um, England, uh, the Iraqi news agency had been bombed, and our hotel was attached to that building. Really, goodness me, what a story! Yes. So, you, you had quite a remarkable time before you learned all the strategies on how to cope, so you actually learned how to cope intuitively. I think so, and I think that what drove me was indignation and anger they how dare you keep us <laughs> like this <laughs> which um which in which was a good thing then but I, if only i'd known what i know now um it, i would have stayed a lot calmer and maybe the rest of the group would have too um but it's very useful to have these kind of tools um especially um, the tapping technique that i teach um all my clients because it's like an emotional first aid kit yes yeah there's so many different scenarios, the breathing and the EFT tapping. I, I use it all the time um, in, in various different ways um, that you taught me. So, um, yeah, very, very useful technique um, and for all ages as well. Yes. And, and um, sometimes, of course, if, you, if, you, if you're dealing with um, deep issues, um, uh, deep tra uh, childhood trauma, current trauma, it's, it's always good to see practitioner because you can't really see beyond yourself and it takes somebody else to ask you particular um, detective questions which um, apparently I'm quite known for <laughs> laser laser detective work um, yeah yeah to support you in, in that um, in that journey so are you using the EFT um, in this uh, children's project that you're doing with it with the swimming Yes, not, not every aspect of it, um, but I will be teaching the parents and, and um, the little ones um, and teaching the parents how to use it with the children. Brilliant. Yes, and there's a particular point um, which will be very useful for when the babies are in the water when, because they are very young. Um, so, uh, yes, I'm really excited and uh, we're doing some case studies next week on three days in a row brilliant and will they be recorded yes fantastic i'm hoping so yes yeah one of the parents will be okay brilliant so how do people get hold of you if they want to um, be absolutely tip-top in their competitive world um or if they need any help with anxiety and, and so on how do they get hold of you well my uh, relative new new website um is maxinebrice.com and there's a contact me button on there and there's an email um maxine at maxinebrice.com and bryce is spelt b-r-y-c-e yeah, that's right m-a-x-i-n-e-b-r-y-c-e.com um, and it's the email maxine at maxinebrice.com Right, brilliant. Okie dokie. Well, it's been lovely chatting with you again and um, catching up, uh, Maxine. Um, 
two songs that um, I ask I asked people for two song selections and you've you've given me permission to play anything by Ed Sheeran which is magic to my ears because I just love Ed Sheeran so I shall be playing two songs uh, by Ed um, shortly so thank you very much for, for spending time with us this afternoon and, uh, wish you the very best with your exciting plans and the relationship coaching that sounds just right up your street oh, thank okay. You. <laughs> okay take care bye for now well, thank you